When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the word solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. party squad how are you feeling today i am feeling pretty good because it's another episode of productivity meets party with your host party perry that's me or you can just call me perry this podcast is all about turning up turning up your happiness and turning up your success if you love to have fun but also need to get your shit together okay sis you are in the right place you're in the right place In today's episode, I have a very special guest today, Michaela, aka Cherry Smash Fit. She is a health and fitness coach. And in this episode, we are getting some gains, baby. We are getting some gains. We talk about ways to stay consistent in the gym, how nutrition is literally everything, confident tips, and we debunk some health and fitness myths out there on the internet and on the world, in the world. And before we get into the episode, I just want to say thank you for listening to today's episode. Thank you. Can I get an amen? Thank you for listening to the episode. Can you just tell I'm like really excited? I'm really excited to be with you today. If I'm in your car or if you're cleaning your house or if you're in the shower or do whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. If you're at the gym right now, let's go. I'm just so happy that I'm here with you another week just me and you and I love that I truly mean so much the best way to support me and the podcast is by sharing it with a friend please post it on your Instagram story Facebook story Snapchat story there's so many stories that you can post on tag the podcast productivity meets party and also please tag our girl today cherry smash fit let her know that you found her through the podcast and that you listen to the episode also please leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. it means like so much thank you everyone who has left a review i know a lot of y'all have spotify but i also know a lot of y'all have iphones so go to the apple store it's a free app it's called podcast it's purple It costs zero dollars and zero cents to leave a five-star review. Come on, support your girl. Support your girl. Leaving a review is just a great way to get the podcast in front of new listeners. So that'd be amazing if you left a five-star review. Also, please follow and and subscribe to the podcast. Do all the amazing things. Do it all. Before we get into the episode, I just want to do my see a chug, send a chug, and my party foul moment of the week. If you're new here, a see a chug, send a chug is something that I'm very proud of that I have to share with you guys. So I put in my two weeks at my nine to five on Friday and it was very emotional. I was totally fine. I like printed out my letter and I just started crying at my desk. And I asked my manager if I could speak with her and we went into like a little room and I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm getting emotional. And she's probably like, what is going on? 
but it was really emotional. I feel like I was grieving, I guess, like my old life, that chapter. I spent four and a half years working towards like my degree to be in that field, to be in that job. And I spent a lot of time and effort and stress and money to do that and to just walk away to be a full-time life coach was really hard to do, but it was something that I needed to do. I'm still very young. If I'm going to take a risk like this, I might as well do it now. I can always get a job. Like my worst case scenario was I just get a corporate job. I was living my worst case scenario in my corporate job. So I'm going to be a full time life coach. I'm super excited about it. Um, October 15th is my last day at my nine to five next week's episode. I'm really going to do like a deep dive on facing your fears and to take the leap and to really challenge yourself. And that's my seed chugs in a chug. I finally did it. I put my two weeks in. Yes, I cried. And yes, I asked for a hug <laughs> to my manager, but we did it. We did it. My party foul is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. All right. So everyone in my family knows I have a podcast. It's on my Facebook. It's like, you know, it's what I do. Everyone knows. My grandma finally listened to one of my podcast episodes and it was a podcast episode like dropped the f-bomb so many times like she she had to listen to that the, the one that I cussed the most on so my grandma was like you cuss a lot like that's not ladylike you know just what grandmas would say so that's my party foul is that my grandma listened to the only episode where I dropped the f-bomb like a hundred times <laughs> sorry grandma I love you but hey, we're, we are keeping it real. If you were sitting with me having a real conversation, I will probably drop some adult language. It is what it is. All right. I love you, Party Squad, so much. Thank you, Michaela, for coming on the show. You are absolutely amazing. I love chatting with you and I cannot wait to see you in person. All right. Let's roll the tape. Hello party fam. I'm here with a very special guest. I'm super excited to get to know her. This is our first time ever meeting and she's a health and fitness coach in the EDM space. And I just love meeting other coaches. It's amazing that there's a lot of coaches now coming in the EDM community. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to like finally meet you. And I agree there are, I've seen, you know, a few more coaches in the past, like few months than ever in the EDM scene. So it's really nice. Like you said, to talk to another coach, um, especially from a different niche and kind of like figure out, you know, exactly where your brain is. Cause like, obviously we have a mutual interest, so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to get to know you more. So just tell me about yourself, where are you located and what do you do? So I am located in Los Angeles. I am a health and fitness coach. Um, and basically I started this in quarantine. I never really thought about it and I had a few friends doing it and they were really, really happy. Um, and then I got really, really into health and fitness. I've always been into it, but then I was like, I really want to inspire other people and help other people with the knowledge that I have. Um, so that's what inspired me to start it. And yeah, I absolutely love it. Nice. Yeah. I love coaching and just inspiring people. Every time I talk to someone, I'm like, I'm about to change their life. Like, let's go. Yes. It, it, it's great to like, that. you're like, okay, I learned, I have this knowledge and it's time for me to like teach others, which is awesome. 
Yeah, you got to share the wisdom. Yeah, sure. definitely. Who's your favorite artist? Uh, that's such a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say like overall, it's like a tie between Chami and Zed's Dead. I like grew up being a bass fan. I, my first rave, I was like 13 and I went to Excision. Like it was. What? Was, oh my God. Yeah. It, I, I'm originally from Connecticut and there was nothing to do there. And there was this like, it was called Foaming Glow and it was Excision, Brills and Cookie Monster, like back in 2011 okay. or something. And my friend and I just went, we like snuck out of the house. We went. And ever since then, it was like love at first sight. So um, I was definitely more into like rock and metal in high school and bass music and like really heavy. And then more recently, I've been like getting more into the house vibe and, you know, a little bit less intensive music. But yeah, definitely Zed's Dead always like they never disappoint. Um, and then Chami is always a good one, too. Yeah, I love both of them. Those are super good. Yeah, throw your Z's up. And I love Chami. He's a great um, house artist. He's probably one of the artists who got me really into the house, like the transition, also a bass head. Um, but Chami and Mala, I love both of them. They're good house artists. Yeah, um, I just saw Chami play at Exchange a few weeks ago, um, which is a club here. And then I know uh, DJ Snake and Mala are going back to back at hard. So I'm very Ooh, excited for that. Yeah, DJ Snake's good. He always throws down. Agreed. Yeah, he's and he changes like with the times too, but in a good way. I remember seeing him like Ultra 2017 and it was like it was a very good set, but it was really different from what he plays now, but definitely like equally as good. Yeah, he's a good one. I want to go into some fitness like myths. Is it is it true? Is it not? Just some things that I've heard um, online and in person. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so does lifting weights like as a female opinion, lifting weights will make me look like a boy. This is my favorite question, because if if like if society just did a little bit of science and like research, you know, like we would know that that's not true. Um, so basically women do not have enough testosterone in their body to produce muscles like that to look manly or to look bulky. Um Obviously, you know, if that's like your goal, if you're like, I want to bulk up, blah, 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 and you start taking the right supplements and you start eating, you know, a different way and working out this way, obviously like, yes, that, you know, if you want to bulk up, like that's, that's a possible option for you. Um, but if you just like work out and you eat right, and you're not taking these like supplements and creatine and things like that, that are going to help you to get bulky, then no, we don't have enough testosterone in our body to really make us look that way. Yay. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that was like the first question. <laughs> so is this true or not? If I don't eat any carbs, I will lose some weight. Um, it's true to a, to like a, a degree, because obviously if you don't eat carbs, like that's more calories that you're not eating. Um, you know, in general, if you, if you bring down your intake of calories, you know, putting yourself in a deficit, you're going to lose weight, but it might not be the weight that you want to lose. So a lot of girls are like, I'm not going to eat carbs because carbs are bad for me, but they're also like, I want a dump truck. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> it can't happen. And just because you're eating more carbs to like, you know, and you're doing squats and you're trying to really build that booty, it doesn't mean that you're also going to gain weight other places. Those carbs are what's fueling you. And as adult, you know, people, we need carbs for fuel because we need fuel to run. We need it to go to the gym, to wake up, to do work, to whatever. So having that fuel is really important in your body because when you start lacking carbs, you start lacking energy. Um, so that's why I really, when someone brings up like keto to me, I kind of like, 
it's a really big thing in the fitness community that we're all just very much against keto. Um, obviously it works for some people. If you're like, you know, if you're like, I want to lose a hundred pounds and like you are, you know, in that, in that state to lose a hundred pounds, then yes, it'll work temporarily. And then you have to maintain it. But for the average person who doesn't really have much health issues, keto is something that you might lose five, 10 pounds, and then you're going to gain it right back because you're not going to not eat carbs for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, also having a really, really high fat diet like that is not good. Um, and along with the carb thing, you know, some people are like, Oh, a uh, fruit is really high in carbs. Like you shouldn't eat that. When did we think that eating fruit was a bad thing? So it's just, there's a lot of things, you know, myths and stuff, but yeah, definitely eating carbs is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Carbs are fuel for sure. You need that brain power. And I like how you said like fruit, like fruit actually has a lot, lot of carbs in it, but fruit is good. It's still healthy for you just because it is, you know, have heavy carb amount. It doesn't mean typically that it's bad for you. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Like I have somebody like, well, I've heard somebody be like, kind of shy away from getting a smoothie because it's like heavy in carbs. And I'm like, those are the good carbs that you need and you need carbs for fuel. So when someone is saying something like, Oh, I shouldn't eat fruit because it has carbs. That doesn't make much sense to me. And also, you know, I have a lot of clients and that's their biggest problem is getting enough carbs. Um, because we track macros in my program. So we track like carb, fat, and protein levels. And a lot of girls are like, I don't know, you know, how do I get carbs? I was really low on them. And you just have to make sure that you're, you know, planning out your day in advance. But yeah, something like fruit or like, you know, eating pasta or rice with your, you know, fish or chicken or whatever, you should never shy away from. Yeah, I agree. So another thing that I've heard is that you should only eat at a certain time or you should like, after like 5 p.m., you can't eat anymore. So that's just, that's also like a funny myth because, you know, you take, let's say like, you know, you're going to eat um, salmon with rice and it's 300 calories. It's still 300 calories, whether it's 5 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 11 p.m. Um, it's all the same. And obviously it just, it depends on your body's digestion. I personally don't like eating after 10 p.m. Not because I'm like, oh, it's going to make me gain weight. But it's because my digestion in the morning, if I eat any later than that, my like stomach doesn't feel too well and I don't have enough time to digest. Um, cause I like to be, you know, go on a walk after dinner and make, you know, kind of be active a little bit after I eat. Um, but no, it you're, you know, the calories are still going to be the same, but it's all up to you on whether, you know, you're like, okay, I need the time to digest or not because your body's still burning calories even when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about like intermittent fasting? Um, it definitely works for some people, I think, but only in the sense of it comes down to the science of exactly what that is. So when you're intermittent fasting, it's because you're taking a really big portion out of your day or maybe a small portion and not eating for that portion of the day, which in turn makes you eat less during the day. So just say, you know, you're like your goal is 1200 calories, which shouldn't ever be for anybody. Okay, let's make it more realistic. 1600 calories, but you're intermittent fasting. You can eat the 1600 calories throughout the day and, you know, have breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks, or you could say, okay, I'm going to intermittent fast from eight to 12, and then I'm going to eat my 1600 calories. So the end of the day, you're eating the same amount of calories, but you're just eating them at different times. Um, unless you're like, I cannot, I like, I don't have enough self-control to eat, you know, start eating early and then start, stop eating early. And I have to start later because, or else I will eat more. That's kind of the only way that it really works. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Something that I struggle with is staying accountable in the gym. Do you have any tips to stay accountable? Honestly, things like 
kind of just mindset in general, kind of getting in that mindset that you're like, okay, you know, just say you went to the gym Monday, Tuesday, and then you wanted to go Thursday and you're like, oh, I don't feel like it. And, you know, it's always good to take a rest day. I don't ever have clients work more than four days a week. Um, it's really good to have two to three rest days a week, you know, to really make it so you're not overworking yourself and then burn out quickly. Cause that's something I see happen a lot, but I would say at the end of the day, just having that mindset, like, okay, I already went, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I took my break on Wednesday. I don't want to let Monday, Wednesday or Monday, Tuesday go to waste. So I, I, you know, let's go again, or just kind Mm -hmm. of, I noticed for me personally, progress pictures are the biggest thing that kind of keep me accountable and help me motivate myself looking at the progress and looking at where I came from and being like, all this hard work is paying off is a really big thing too, to kind of get me out of bed sometimes and be like, all right, I got to keep going. Yeah. I had a huge, just mine, um, set shift when you said like working out Monday, Tuesday, you take your break and then you kind of waste those days, which is so true. Like you, you waste the days that you put in the hard work for you to just stop um, working out again. Yeah. And that's the same thing I feel like with eating, because, you know, you can have like, you know, we were talking about carbs earlier. Like people are like, Oh, bagels are bad for you. They're not bad for you. They just have a lot of carbs. So maybe have a little bit lower of a carb, you know, dinner later on or whatever. So it's all about balance, but definitely like having that mindset of like, I ate healthy all day and I've been good all day. And like, why would I want to waste it with this? Like one thing that I'm craving or one thing that I want. And it's also important to give yourself a kind of a break with food too, being like, okay, you know, on Sunday, I'm going to have kind of like a cheat meal or something like that um, just to kind of break it up. But that's the same kind of sense of like, you've worked so hard for something and why waste it? Um, And, you know, taking important rest days and breaks is, is super important for mental health as well. Yeah. Breaks for sure. You need to have breaks to just go back to like your inner self and examine like all the things that you did wrong, all the things that you did right. I think self-reflection is huge and self-reflection comes from resting your body. Yeah, that's so true. Definitely. When people overwork themselves, I know I'm like this, when I overwork myself, I will just completely shut down and I'm like, I needed a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. I saw a post recently that was like, you need to take breaks or else your body, your body will force you to, whether you like it or not, even if it's physically, mentally, like you will start mentally shutting down or physically shutting down and your body's going to be like, I need a rest. So it's always good to keep in mind. Yes, I agree. hundred percent for all the beginner gym rats out there. How often should you go to the gym? If this was your very first week and you're like, all right, I'm going to do it. This podcast motivated me. Let's go. (laughs) I, well, I hope that happens for some people. I know. Yeah. Me too. Um, I were, yeah. We're like, come on. But, um, <laughs> I would say four days is a really good split. Um, so all of my clients have a four day split right now. So they do a leg day, um, a push day, which is, um, shoulders and triceps, a pull day, which is back mm-hmm. and biceps and a booty and hamstrings day. Or I have, you know, a few male clients instead of that, I'll do like a chest day, but I would say a four day split working different parts of the body every day and focusing on one or two muscle groups per day, doing about six to eight exercises per muscle group is the way to go. It's the way you're going to see the biggest difference and keeping consistent with the workouts, doing the same workouts every week, or at least workouts that work the exact same part of the muscle um, is the biggest way that you're going to see results. So that's definitely a good like beginner. Uh, I feel like beginner setup. Nice. I like how you have like push and pull days. That's genius. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, and it's funny too. Like, I feel like women, cause our legs are always going to be stronger than our upper body. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started working out, I was like, I love leg day, this and that. And now I'm like, 
I can't wait to work out my back. Like, so I'm like, I don't want to work out my legs, but yeah, definitely having like a four day split and, you know, everyone's schedule is different, but I really like doing like a leg day and a, the, you know, one of the arm days, then take a rest on Wednesday, then doing like the booting hamstrings day and the other arm day, and then having like the weekend to relax and start up again on Monday. So having that kind of like mental break is definitely a big help too. Yeah. So do you typically do like Monday, Tuesday on Wednesday all workout Thursday, Friday? Yeah. So I don't really have any of my clients doing cardio right now because none of them are in a cutting phase, but I personally am in a cutting phase right now. So I'll do like this week I did um, Monday, Tuesday, I did like my leg day and then I did my, um, my pull day, but then on the pull day, I like also did 30 minutes of cardio. And then Wednesday I took a Wednesday, I went just for cardio. Um, then like yesterday I did the push day and then today I did booty and hamstrings and cardio. So I'll split it up that way. And then like tomorrow I'll probably just go and get some cardio in and, you know, like relax my muscles and just do that instead. So definitely having those kind of those rests are super important. Mm -hmm. Can you explain, explain the difference between bulking and cutting? Yeah. So, so there's a few like different ways you could go. Um, so there's bulking, there's like reverse diet and there's cutting, Um, so when you're bulking, you know, you're building your lean muscle mass. So basically in, in short, people like to bulk and then cut, because when you're bulking, you're eating a lot more, you're lifting super heavy and, you know, you're really building up that muscle. And then once you enter the cutting phase, you're eating a little bit less, adding in more cardio and you're, you're, you're in a fat loss phase. So now all that muscle that you built is being shown through like less fat, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good to know. It wasn't a question on the list, but when you said that about you um, doing your cutting right now, I was like, wait a second, I need to ask it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite um, day at the gym? It used to be leg day. I used to love leg day and now I'm like despising it, but it goes through phases. But I would say at this point, probably pull. I really like doing um, back and biceps because I always had really weak arms, like noodle arms. And <laughs> I like now I'm kind of uh, like stronger and I'm doing things in the gym that I thought I could never do. And so building that part of me is super like fun for me because I ne- I've been working out since I was in high school and I never really focused on that part of my body. So I definitely, that's my favorite for now. Yay. That's good. That's awesome. Do you think home workouts are as beneficial as actually like going to the gym? I think they definitely can be. I think that, you know, especially in quarantine, a lot of people didn't have the equipment and gyms were closed. So doing at-home workouts um, definitely is, you know, it could be just as effective with the right equipment and the right, you know, way to do things. Like it's really hard to not have something like dumbbells in your house, but if you have dumbbells, you could do, you know, a great uh, push day or pull day or whatever with the same equipment. Um, you could pretty much do everything with dumbbells. You could do like your leg day, but obviously having things like a leg press really helps and having like the barbells and, you know, it helps, but I, I do think it can be just as effective for sure. Okay. Yay. Good to know. I know. Cause some days I do Apple fitness and sometimes I just do the workouts at home, which is dumbbells. And it's super beneficial. I believe like I still get a good enough workout if I would have went to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I've learned in quarantine that like anything is possible. And a lot of, you know, YouTubers and stuff, they were doing different workout routines, which really helped me. I was doing like, I didn't have any dumbbells and there was a point in quarantine. I don't know when you got yours, but like they were sold out forever. Everywhere you went, they were sold out online. They were really expensive. So I was just doing like the hit workouts and I was doing like ab workouts and, you know, I was like lifting random things around my room for arm workouts and it definitely Mm -hmm. helped a lot. 
Does your family live in LA? No, unfortunately, my family still lives in Connecticut, so they're like three thousand miles away. Uh, okay, because my all my family lives here in Vegas, and so my grandma she made her cute little like at home gym in her garage, so mm-hmm. I would go to her house during the summer and we would work out. <laughs> oh, that's so nice! Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> it's definitely nice to have something like that. I was very grateful when our gyms opened back up, um, but we had like. Luckily, my gym, they kind of found a loophole and they did like outdoor gyms, but it was, Ooh, in a, okay. but it was in a parking garage. So technically it was outdoors, but it was like mostly covered. So we weren't like burning in the sun, mm-hmm. um, but we were like the first gym to be open in like SoCal area. So I was so grateful for them. And I still go to that gym and they moved everything inside now, but yeah, definitely a lifesaver. Yeah. That's awesome that they did that for you guys. So how important is nutrition? Nutrition is 90% of the battle. I was just telling someone last night um, about this, you know, cause they were like, what am I, you know, what should I do? What's the next step? And I was like, all right, like, are you focused on nutrition or, you know, what's happening, you know, with your day to day? And he's like, well, I go to the gym, but you know, I don't really track what I eat. And I'm like, that's 90% of the battle. They say that like abs are made in the kitchen. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can work out all you want, but you still, and it's not even necessarily that you might be eating unhealthy. It's that you are not eating the right things. Like I have a lot of people be like, Oh, I'm eating healthy. I have, you know, soups and salads and I'm making smoothies. And it's just not like, I'm not, you know, building muscle. I'm not losing weight. And it's because they're not eating the right things. So having a really good breakdown of carbs, fat, and protein and having them balanced is super important. Um, so you can go to the gym every day, but if you're not getting the proper nutrition, you're like never going to see a difference in your body. So that's like definitely 90% of the battle. Yeah. I've heard that too. The abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah, it's, it's definitely true, but yeah, it's definitely important to like focus on the the macros. Mm-hmm. I was stalking you before the interview and I saw some of your story highlights about some of the recipes and just, um, proteins and fats and everything like that. What are some of your favorite recipes that are like easy that someone could make as like a snack? So I would say there's a brand called Bonza. It's B-A-N-Z-A. And it's yes, I love that pasta brand. Oh my it's God, so it, is, it is life-changing. If it ever goes away, I'm going to cry. Have you tried like the mac and cheese or the rice? Yeah, mac and cheese is bomb. It's so good. It's so like for anybody watching who doesn't know what this is, it's a protein pasta, but it's made out of chickpeas instead of like, you know, like flour and, and everything like that. So it has a little bit less carbs, but it's got like 15 grams of protein or something per serving. So usually for dinner, um, because I also work at a nightclub here, so I have to leave my house at like eight. So sometimes if I'm looking for like a quick dinner, I will just literally throw that in with any protein I have and any vegetables. So like the other night I made like two ounces of pasta with, um, I threw some like four ounces of chicken in there. And then I had zucchini, tomatoes, and peppers, threw that in there. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And then either do like, I'll, I'll do like a, like a little bit of a red sauce. I get like a low, so like low sodium pasta sauce, um, with like some Italian seasoning and that's like a super good quick thing. Um, rice cakes are like the Holy grail of fitness. Um, any kind of rice cakes I like, there's these ones that they have, they're just plain rice cakes. They're like 20 calories and you can put anything on them. Um, I do like peanut butter sometimes and like mashed raspberries, or you know, if you want to make like a savory one, like cream cheese with like, I don't know, eat like some kind of lunch meat and like cucumbers, like, and like everything with the bagel mm-hmm. seasoning. Um, and then also if you're like definitely looking to get like to get protein in protein, I like, I just drank one before this, but protein shakes. I like it with half of a frozen banana. Cause that kind of gets rid of the protein flavor, like the, like 
you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Alani new, which is spelled A L A N I N U. They have protein bars that taste like candy bars. They're the best protein bars. And if you don't like protein bars, I suggest that one because they're bomb. That's so funny that you say that the pasta I'm gluten-free and it's a gluten-free pasta. Oh yeah. Okay. I had no idea it was high in protein. Yeah. It's got like 15 grams of protein. They also make rice. That's really good. Um, Oh, okay. I didn't know they made the rice. They have, if you ever go into the frozen food section, they have frozen pizza. So I actually tried that the other day. That's pretty good. And they have frozen pizza crust. So if you just want to like make your own, that's gluten-free too. Okay. I'll have to try. Thank you for the recommendations. Yeah. Um, I love that brand. I'm like, I will be sponsored by them one day. (laughs) (laughs) They're super good. And for it being uh, gluten-free, like no like wheat pasta, like the texture is really good. Mm-hmm. I literally, I'm Italian and I grew up with like, my dad being an Italian chef and I cannot taste the difference. And I made it for him one time, like when I went home and he like, couldn't tell the difference. And I was like, thank God. But yeah, it's, I've, I've tried other pastas made out of other things and they've been like, I mean, I'm sure you have too, cause you're gluten-free and sometimes they're just like too like grainy or like, yeah, it, this mm-hmm. one, it's very smooth. Yeah. They're definitely, definitely really good. Yeah, yeah. You guys need to get that pasta. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna be sponsored. This, yeah. this podcast is gonna be sponsored. No, right. <laughs> I want to talk about confidence too. Um, just because every time I see like you post, I love all your like modeling um posts and you just have such great confidence. And I'm glad I actually like get to talk to you today. And I definitely think confidence is something that we all struggle with, especially as females. But do you think people are born with confidence or can you learn to be confident? I honestly think it's a, it's a mix. So I do think that a lot of, some people are born with confidence. Like I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like, ever since you came out of the womb, you've been like talking to everybody and you just, that's, that's my flaw. And also my biggest personality trait is <laughs> I talk to everybody. Um, but I think confidence is also a hundred percent. You can learn it yourself. And um, I think being in, I guess, I wouldn't say that you're born with confidence. I say that you're, you know, some people are introverted. Some people are extroverted Mm -hmm. and sometimes extroverted, you know, people get, they feel like maybe they're a little bit more confident, but I would say confidence is definitely all comes within you and you kind of have to teach yourself to be confident. And at the end of the day, I think what a lot of people don't realize is confidence has nothing to do with how you look. It's all in how you feel. And if you look happy and you look like you're having a good time and that, you know, you are just, you walk into a room and people just like, you know, you are confident and you're not like, you know, hunched over in the corner and you're not like shying away. If you're just a confident person that also just makes you more attractive. And that makes people just think that you're confident. It doesn't even matter how you look or whatever. It's all confidence is a mindset. hundred percent. Yes. I love that. That confidence is a mindset. It doesn't matter like what you look like on the outside. It's how you feel on the inside and how you feel about yourself and energy is key energy spreads. And if you feel good about yourself and the people that you're with, like you will automatically be beautiful and show your light. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent. And it's, I feel like raving, I don't know about you, but raving has made me hundred percent more confident. Like, I don't know where I would be without without raves honestly yeah i agree there is something i think the community um just has completely built my confidence i wasn't raving at 13 but i started raving at 18 um and in high school i wasn't confident at all but raving and finding people that truly just 
care about you and don't care what you look like. And I like the fashion aspect that you can be sexy and revealing and people are still like, yes, queen, like, let's go. So mm. Yeah, I definitely agree that the rave community is so accepting and like just being able to wear whatever you want. And I don't know about you, but I feel the most confident in rave clothes. And like when I look good, like I'm just, I'm not one of those people that just can't like, obviously I'm not like, I don't wear makeup to the gym and like, it's cool if you do like sometimes, you know, whatever. But, um, I think that kind of just realizing that like, whoever you are as a person is accepted. Like if you're a person that never wears makeup and doesn't care about, you know, you're wearing a t-shirt to the raves, like that's confidence. Like go ahead. Like everyone's going to accept you. Or if you're wearing platforms and a wig and eyelashes and glitter, and that's your confidence, like people are going to accept you either way. And, and it's just such a beautiful thing in the rave community. Yes. The acceptance for sure. I love that. Why do you think working out can build someone's confidence? Honestly, working out can build someone's confidence. And the obvious reason is obviously like, you're going to start looking better and feeling better. And, you know, that's going to be the baseline of it, but feeling like the motivation, um, honestly, cause when you're working out, you're, you're replacing your serotonin. So that's why like mm-hmm. after a rave, a lot of people have like post-rave depression or, you know, they, they're losing a little bit of serotonin. Um, something like a 10 minute run can completely fix your mindset. It's just getting up is the hardest part, but working out can really build confidence because you're looking, you're feeling better. You have more energy. You have a lot more serotonin. Um, and honestly, I just feel like, like once I get my workout in the rest of my day goes well, like if I miss a workout that I had planned, the rest of my day is not going to be fun. So it's definitely a mindset thing. And you're like, okay, I did this thing that I said I was going to do and I killed it. And now it's time for me to like go and, you know, do work or whatever. So I definitely think that, you know, being in the gym and the gym has a community in itself, whether you talk to people at the gym or not, just being around other like-minded people who are also trying to better themselves physically, mentally, for health reasons, whatever. It's also, you know, it's like being at a rave. You're, you're there with like-minded people. Yeah. I like that. The gym also too is a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a big like gym rave community too, which I love. Like on Twitter, especially there's just, there's a whole like subgenre of Twitter, EDM, gym people. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's cool. That's the one thing I love about EDM is that there's so many, not all ra- all ravers are different. Like we all have different career paths, so many different passions, but like we all come together and love each other through music. It's beautiful. I agree. And I love, I love when I talk to people, I mean, people at raves, I love asking them what they do just because like some people are doctors or lawyers or someone, you know, works at Starbucks. And it's so cool to see that we're all really not that different in that. And like one time I was, it was when I was getting my vaccine like months ago and this guy was playing Daft Punk and I was like, Oh my God, I love the song. And he was like, are you a raver? And I was like, yeah. And he was the one giving me the vaccine. And he's like, hopefully, you know, we get back to raving soon. And so it's just, you can meet people anywhere, which is so nice, especially in places like Las Vegas and LA. It's Mm -hmm. so many people, which is so nice. Yes, for sure. Any tips on being confident? (sighs) The biggest tip I could say is you cannot care about what people think. Because if you start caring about what people think, then you're going to be like, oh, if I do my hair like this, are they going to like it? If I wear this, are they going to like it? And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So as soon as you put everyone else's opinions aside and you're the only one that matters, as long as you feel confident, like it's just going to shine through. Um, You know, if you're like, should I dye my hair this color? If you genuinely want that, like, do it you know it doesn't matter what anyone else says because everyone's gonna have a different opinion and um you know there are a million sayings like this but just because a hundred people like something what one person out of a hundred could be like meh 
So, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, as long as you shut out everybody else's opinions, you'll, you'll be fine. I agree. You're not going to make everyone happy and you can't please everyone. The only person that you should truly please is yourself. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about my favorite thing, which is coaching. Um, so what got you into coaching health and fitness? So I have a friend who's actually my coach. Um, and we've been friends for like two years now. We met at a festival a while back and she's been doing it full time for like years. And she's like, you should be a health and fitness coach. Like you're into health and fitness. You can do really well, you know, make money, be your own boss. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, well, I don't know. She brought this idea up like September, 2019. And I was like, I don't know. And then over the pandemic, I was like this, you know, I really feel like I, I could be good at this. And I started really researching more about health and fitness. And I got really into it, especially when the gym started opening up. Like I wasn't working at the time. So all I was doing was going to the gym mm-hmm. and I had enough time to do research and learn. And I was like, I, you know, being coached by someone made such a big difference in my life that I would love to do the same for others. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And, um, I actually had Ali. I don't know if you know her, Ali Alvarez. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She She's was amazing. First, I love her. She worked so hard and she was my first like trial client kind of thing. And she did just, she just killed it in the program. And after seeing her, like even one month results, I got so many requests being like, okay, I want to join the program. And now I have a lot of clients that I'm, you know, and I'm so happy with the community and I just love doing my check-ins every week. And really getting to see people's transformations. And it's not just about how they look too. It's like, I love hearing when they're like, you know, my bloating has gone down. I have, a, I'm in a better mood. I'm getting better sleep. Um, so just making a difference like that in somebody else's life is just awesome for me. Yeah. Can we talk about your program and what all that entails? Yeah. So uh, basically it is, I say that it's like a nutritionist, a personal trainer and your biggest fan all in one. So oh, I love that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's like, that's, you know, you can't talk to everybody about health and fitness. Like I get a lot of girls who's like, my boyfriend doesn't get it. And you know, this and that. And it's really nice that they can have someone to talk to. And I'm here almost 24 seven for my clients. Um, unless I'm sleeping, like I always have my phone on me and I always have notifications on for my clients. Um, basically. So we do a nutrition portion where I have them track all of their food and I do a custom macro plan for them, which is custom carb, fat, and protein levels for them. Um, and have them track that. And then we do custom workouts. And so, like I said, I do like a four day split and we use an app to track everything. So I put all of their workouts on the program and a breakdown of each workout and how to do it and all that. And I have them track their workouts. And then every week we do weekly check-ins. So I look at their workouts. I look at what they, you know, their, what they ate, if they hit their macros. And then we look at progress pictures to see kind of where we need to go and what we need to do to assess, you know, to get to their goals. Um, so whether that be like adding 10 more grams of carbs a day or, you know, changing up a workout or adding more water. So that's, that's basically the program. Nice. That's awesome. I like the weekly accountability. I think that's one thing that I love like doing as a coach is keeping my students accountable because it's hard like setting goals and not like doing them because when you have like your boyfriend or your family, sometimes you know, they tell you what you want to hear and they really don't keep you accountable on your goals, you know? So it's nice to have someone like my coach and like, did you do this? And it's like, you actually have to answer to someone and it puts a fire underneath your butt for sure. I definitely agree. Like I, I hired a business coach who's also one of my friends, but, um, I hired him a few months ago and it's nice to like be held accountable 
because some people just don't, you know, you don't have the motivation. And like you said, like some people will try to, you know, they'll, they'll tell you what you want to hear. Or sometimes I'll hear stories where it's the opposite and they'll kind of, um, kind of discourage the person from either like, mm. you know, doing this or doing that. And I really like to be the person to be like, this is what you're you know supposed to be doing. And I'm glad that you're doing it. And also hearing like the words of affirmation coming from someone like sometimes, you know, I'll send a before and after picture to my clients of like, you know, just say they like they started a month ago and I'll send them their current picture. And I'm like, look at the difference, like, look, and you know, it's hard to tell the difference because you look at yourself every day, mm-hmm. but then they'll be like, oh yeah, until you put it side by side, you're right. I like, didn't even notice. And I'm like, see, so, you know, having someone to encourage you and be there for you is also super important. And I'm sure like, as a coach, you love seeing your, your students, like, you know, do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Like their success is my success. I love seeing them happy and them doing the damn thing. And it's great to also be like a support system and being a lot of my clients are ravers and just so cool how, again, like EDM music can bring us like all together in so many different types of ways. And it's great just to not only have students, but also gain like real friendships. I agree. Yeah. I would say 90% of my clients are also ravers and I love that. And I actually met a few clients at like day trip and I know that a few of them are going to hard summer. So I'm going to try to like have somewhere where we all meet up for hard summer. And yeah, it's just a beautiful thing that music really just connects us all. And it, I feel like it always will. Yeah. I've actually only met one of my students, which is crazy. None of them live like in my area. A lot of them live on the East coast, which is really, yeah. But have you only met one? Yes. I've met one, I think one at day trip. And then hopefully I think three of them are going to hard summer. So most of my clients actually live in either SoCal or Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to like, I get excited to like meet people in person and cause there's only so much you can, you know, say over the phone or like I send, when I do my check-ins, I do like voice messages cause they're just a little bit more personal than like writing out Mm -hmm. everything. Um, but it's going to be nice to see them, you know, in person and hang out with them. And yeah, I'm excited. Yay. That's cool. That's awesome. I love to like internet crazy, like having clients and people like who don't even live in your city. Yeah, it it is weird. Yeah. I have a friend who's a health coach and he has clients in like London and I'm like, that's so insane. That's cool. That's awesome. Crazy. So who do you serve? What do you mean? I guess who's your target audience? You do females or do you also have male clients? So I have majority females, but I do have a few male clients as well. And obviously their program is a little bit different, but nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. It's just the workouts are a little bit different and the macro plans, but every, all of my clients, you know, have different macro plans, but um, yeah, most of my clients are women, but I do also um, have male clients. And I would say like 20 to 35 is like the average age of clients. Nice. Okay. I might have to hit you up in two fellas. If you're listening, if you need a health and fitness coach, we got you. (laughs) So this is a question that I ask all the guests. What does productivity meets party mean to you? How are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done? I am such a big advocate for like work hard, play hard. And I know you are too. And that's such a good thing to have and to have balance. Um, because in quarantine, like when we first, when we first, I didn't really understand like how much I appreciated the balance between work and party until quarantine hit, because, you know, when quarantine first hit, like 
everyone kind of like made their like pod of people that they were going to see or whatever. And once things got a little bit more open, but still not a lot of people were working, a lot of my friends were just partying a lot. And like the people that I was around were just partying a lot and I was partying a lot. And then one day I woke up and I was like, why am I partying so much if I'm not working? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. I shouldn't be partying this much. There's nothing to party for. You know, it's nice to like, let go on the weekends or whenever you're not working and you're like, okay, I need a day. But in my mind, I was like, there's no reason that I should be partying anymore because there's not, you know, there's no work. So Mm. for me, it's like, I feel guilty when I party and go out if I didn't get all my stuff done. So, you know, every week I like to have like a list of things that I'm going to do or every morning I'm like, okay, I need this, this, and this before I can do this. Um, And I also work in nightlife. So it's kind of, now I'm at the age of like raving where I don't, if it's not a festival, it's like hard for me to go to a club and watch an artist. So that's why I got a job. Um, at a nightclub and I absolutely love it. I get to work with some of my favorite artists. Like last week we had Cascade and Party Favor. Like yesterday oh, was that's awesome. Yeah, yesterday was AT Aliens. Today is Dioro. Tomorrow's Alesso. So it's cool, but I like being on the work side of things. So for mm-hmm. now, like that's my perfect like work and party scene, like in one. I get to work, but I also get to be around the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely think having a balance, you know, and also on the other end of things, working too hard and not letting yourself have those those rest days or those party days is like you overwork yourself and then you just, you you need it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. that. You have to have the balance of the two of play hard, you know, work hard. That's awesome that you work at a nightclub, literally living like the best of both worlds. That's awesome. That's super it's, cool. Yeah. It's a job that I've wanted for a really long time. Um, so Insomniac owns Exchange and Academy and I work at Exchange and it's just like, it's like a dream of mine. I've wanted to work here since I moved here and Luckily, like the opportunity, you know, uh, uh, that came and I was very grateful for sure. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you got the position and I can't wait to see all the great things that you do. And it was so nice to meet you. But where can everyone find you, drop your socials and your program and how can people sign up and work with you? So my Instagram is cherry smash fit um, and I same on Twitter and TikTok and um, just honestly shoot me a DM or email. My link tree is in my bio. Um, if you have any questions about health and fitness, my DMs are open. So yeah, let me know. Yay. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much, Michaela, for coming on the podcast. I love this conversation. Your energy is amazing and so nice to meet a fellow coach. Let's go. Please give her a follow at Cherry Smash Fit. And if you're looking for a personal trainer, a nutritionist, and a cheerleader, please hit her up. She is taking clients and she would love to work with you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Remember to share it on your story, tag us, follow the podcast, do all the amazing things. I love you party squad so much. I love you so, so much. I will see you same time, same place next week. Love y'all. When productivity meets party, 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 party.